Live from the Business Radio X studio inside Renaissance Bank, the bank that specializes in understanding you. It's time for North Fulton Business Radio. And hello again, everyone. Welcome to another edition of North Fulton Business Radio. I'm John Ray, and folks, we are broadcasting from inside Renaissance Bank in beautiful Alpharetta. And if you're looking for a bank that's big enough to handle pretty much any need you can throw at them, but small enough to do it in a personal way, and you're looking for a bank that's ranked in the top 10 surveyed by Forbes, um, wow, what a combination. Renaissance Bank is your bank. So go to renaissancebank.com and find one of their local offices and get in touch. And I think you'll be glad you did. Renaissance Bank, understanding you, member FDIC. And now I want to welcome Kristen Kelly. Kristen is the Chief Marketing Officer with Career Builder. Kristen, welcome. Thank you. Great to be here today. Hey, it's a pleasure to have you. Let's, uh, for those that aren't familiar with Career Builder, I think there's probably about five or six. Let's tell them, because <laughs> Career Builder is a well known brand and you've done great work, but let's familiarize everyone with Career Builder and what you're up to. Absolutely. So Career Builder is a leading recruiting marketplace with a mission really to connect millions of job seekers to millions of jobs every year. At the core, that is what we do. And how old are you? How old's the company now? I mean, you've been around quite a while now. Yep. We just celebrated our 25th year. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Congratulations. That's quite a milestone. Yeah. Well, um, you have recently released a survey that you uh, did in conjunction with the Harris Group, and that's awfully well-respected polling operation organization. Tell us about that. Sure. So we partner with the Harris Poll every quarter and we, you know, get some really proprietary and interesting data that really covers the span of the employment space. So this recent survey, it was national. We had a sample size of over 2000 U.S. adults ages 18 and over. Um, And really, the results of that survey gave us a better understanding of what job seekers and employers want. Um, in their careers with a specific focus towards pay, flexibility, job fulfillment and satisfaction, and then this concept of remote work. Wow. That, and you say you do this quarterly, so you're able to see trends over time. Absolutely. Yep. We have some questions we ask over the course of each survey so that we start to have an index form. And then we add new questions just around things that might be trending, you know, around again, that, that space of employment and how people are finding jobs. So what do we need to know about what you found in the latest survey, Kristen? So ironically, even with all of the shifts that have happened in terms of how people work um, and the pandemic, the, the thing that most workers and employees care about is money and flexibility. So money does remain at the top of that list. Um, and certainly beats out time and flexibility as the number one. I will say, however, flexibility is is growing very fast in terms of being one of the top things that people look for in jobs. Um, but 47% of those that we talked to did say a good salary um, is their number one expectation and hope in a job. That's not totally surprising, I guess. But, yeah. but uh, and I would have thought, I would think that, it's always been number one, right? I mean, so um, that's not totally surprising, but there's some other things that I think you've come across in that survey where the trends are changing. Uh, yeah, right? you know, 
One of the big ones that I found a little surprising is that a little under 50%, so 46% of those surveyed said they expected an annual increase of at least 5%. So that was a pretty high number. Mm. Um, it was directly related to the concept of inflation and that life is just getting more expensive, the, the price of gas, consumer goods. So people had this higher than normal expectation of what an annual increase would look like. So I thought that was a pretty interesting thing that we pulled out of here in terms of the money theme. Mm -hmm. um, and also, you know, millennials, um, two thirds of them did say that this was an important part of how they saw making themselves able to make ends meet. So money kind of grew in the minds of millennials, where before there were many other factors that they looked for in an employer. They still do. The money starting to become part of the picture for the millennials as well. Yeah, that and not the subject of this uh, show, but uh, you can kind of see how that might be, given that uh, that generation is particularly challenged when it comes to housing costs, what have you, right? Yeah, and they're actually, you know, the generation I think that entered the workforce when the concept of the gig economy and working multiple jobs and the ability to work multiple jobs entered the picture. So, you know, two thirds of them also, you know, did say that at times they do have more than one job to make ends meet because of all those reasons you just stated. Right, right. So, talk, uh, you, you talked about flexibility and that's what's gotten all the attention here up until recently um uh you know the great resignation the great reshuffling whatever we're, we're calling it today um talk about remote work return to the office where all that came out in the survey so very interesting topic, and I think it's one that's very top of mind for companies and employers. I think the most interesting thing that came out in that survey is there's there's not even a desire for flexibility. There's an expectation for it. Um, and we find that most people surveyed, you know, well above two thirds felt really positive about the opportunity to have remote work. Um, and we know at CareerBuilder, actually, if you put the word remote or even hybrid in your job titles, you would get around seven times more applies. And if you don't have it, and if you look at our career site, as well as many other career sites, there's actually a search option now around remote work. So it is 100% what people are looking for. And it's not, again, just desirable, but a necessity, I think. The other kind of surprising thing that came out of our study to support this was that, you know, the way people want and expect perks and benefits have changed. So the concept of a four day work week is is top of mind for many folks. So it is a it is a top of mind ask of employees and many employers, you know, not everybody can offer a four day work week, but those that can, it would make them highly competitive um, in terms of gaining talent. And those that can, I think it's just important to know that that is a perk that people are are really looking at. And I think it's a lot of the headlines that we're seeing out there <clears throat> as well. You know, a couple, couple other sentiments in terms of exact statistics around your question. You know, two out of three people would like to work remotely at least three days a week. So I do think there is a growing trend of having, you know, people coming back to the office. We're seeing a lot of those headlines as well. But at least three days a week, having flexibility is important to employee 
28% said they'd like to work remotely full time and feel that they're more productive doing so. And they actually work longer hours because they're not spending time commuting and things like that. And more than, you know, 51% of millennials say they would quit if they weren't offered a remote option. So that's a pretty big stat too. That's a pretty big stat. I guess at the same time, what I'm hearing, and you correct me if I'm wrong, please. But um, what I'm hearing is that there's, um, it, it's not a, a black or white view on this, that that uh, millennials and that whole generation there are work, are looking for options, uh, not just remote only. Correct. I think I think where where people will settle um, will be more in a hybrid situation than fully remote. And I think you know that kind of stat of three days a week supports that. I think people are willing to be flexible, but but having no flexibility really, I I think would be a barrier um, to recruiting overall. Do you think that the uh, just following up on that 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 the no flexibility policy um, is a, a signal that that generation is taking as uh, hey that's not a uh, a management type uh, the philosophy of a management team I want to work for I mean that's really a, a, a signpost if you will that hey I don't want to work for management that's that inflexible yeah I, I think. Um that generation, certainly diversity of thought is important. And it's kind of falls in that category, a little bit of a little bit of flexibility, freedom, controlling their own day. I mean, we've known from studies for a long time, millennials view corporate America very differently. You know, when I was growing up in the the corporate America world, you aspire to get a cube and then a bigger cubicle and then an office and then a corner office. I mean, those concepts have changed how organizations create workspaces has changed. Um, there's a lot of hoteling situations now, which definitely supports this concept of flexibility where people come in and don't have assigned seating. Many, many offices now are very, like I would say, soft aesthetically where they have lounge areas and phone booths. So people are constructing their workspaces to also afford flexibility for people. And I think that's hugely attractive to this millennial um, millennial workforce. Sure. Um, let's talk a little bit about job skills and I guess the, where job seekers view job skills and being able to enhance their abilities. Yeah. I mean, one of the things that our study definitely showed is that people want employers who are investing in them. So skills training, wellness and care type programming is huge right now. I think there was a lot of stress and strain on employees over the course of the pandemic. And many of those mental health programming is important to folks for sure. Career counseling and advising is something that is coming through a lot. So mentor programs, more formal sponsor programs, um, different panels that again, support diversity of thought are huge. Investments in conferences and trainings that that people feel like they're upskilling themselves is huge. This concept of upskilling and reskilling is very hot right now. And, you know, one other example I'll give is on the Career Builder website, we have a section called CoLab. And the way people have typically looked for jobs in the past, it's really been skills-based and mm-hmm. geography-based. So they'll look for a job that they've done before 
in a given geography, the way CoLab works is we encourage people to search for jobs based on their skill set. So consider you're a mom who's at home who's thinking of coming back into the workforce or a dad. And your skill set is, you know, you're a great negotiator because you get your children to eat their green vegetables at night. And you're a logistics master because you're dropping two kids off at soccer and picking one up and letting the dog out. Um, you know, you're a good logistics person. So when you go to the collab section of Career Builder, you type in negotiation skills, um, organizational skills. I'm a great communicator. And what the concept does is it spits back jobs that maybe this individual never thought that they were good for, mm. but they absolutely can do it because their skill set matches. So I am very passionate about the concept of upskilling and reskilling and training because, you know, with the supply and demand of candidates, you know, in the workforce today, people have to start broadening how they approach what they can do. But employers really have to start thinking differently in terms of some of the muscle memory that don't allow people to apply to jobs they'd be very, very good at. Yeah, I like the way you put that muscle memory, because I think that's, that's, uh, it seems like employers are doing what always has worked. And that's just not what is going to be appropriate for the foreseeable future, really, right? Correct. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, the concept of even degrees on various jobs. So, you know, many ATS systems, which are the systems that employers use to put their jobs through, might directly, without even thought, add footers to job postings like four-year degree required or this requirement. And really, if you peel that back and start looking at it a little bit differently and took some of those heavier restrictions off, and again, thought about more the skill sets people were looking for than those hard requirements, the candidate pool for some of these jobs that are very hard to fill right now gets much wider. Mm. And so that is definitely a, a claim that Kerbalder is is working very hard at right now, which is to change the way that people look at skilling um, the workforce. And what you're really doing uh, at Career Builder by working with companies on this is really giving them a competitive advantage, the ones that follow your lead, your advice on how to handle this, right? Yeah, no, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Makes perfect sense. Folks, uh, Kristen Kelly is with us, Chief Marketing Officer at Career Builder. Um, so the Colab uh resource hub sounds fascinating. How can candidates use that without having particularly to apply for a job? Can they just go in and maybe put in their uh qualifications and kind of open things up and uh maybe get a better idea of how to interview and that kind of thing, given their skill sets? hundred percent. So if you just go to careerbuilder.com in the main navigation, um, there is a collab link mm -hmm. and people can go there and put all different skill sets in, see what types of jobs are out there. We have a lot of blogs that support the concept of, of shifting jobs. And actually, you know, they're great partnership that we have is one with the Black Information Network, um, where we are really encouraging Black Americans who are unrepresented, you know, at some points and in some jobs out in the market and be their destination of choice to find jobs. And one of the, the features and benefits of that section and collab is the big piece of it, because we want folks to, again, start searching differently, is we'll also offer free career counseling. So anybody 
who wants to do some of not only just playing around, finding a job that fits for them, but then wants to have a conversation with someone who can help them position themselves for it. We'll give them a 30 minute free session with a live career counselor um, to have that conversation, which I think is is really helpful for folks who who are either reentering the workforce, thinking of a job shift um, or hopping jobs. And yeah, I think it's a great feature of the site. Yeah, and you, we didn't touch on this earlier when we were talking about the survey results, but that was one of the things that I think came out of it, if I if I remember right, that that having access to career counseling uh, uh, skills building uh, was really important for candidates. It sounds like that's what you're doing. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, terrific, terrific. So what? Uh, so in terms of just again the survey results in general what what let's start with candidates first what 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 should candidates i know this survey the results are really meant for employers to see what's going on out there uh it, from a big picture point of view but what should candidates know about what's going on in 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 their in the market um, when it, it comes to their fellow job seekers what should they know I think candidates should know that we are in an unprecedented market and their skill sets are needed. So unlike before, where folks probably felt boxed in, you know, we're encouraging people to truly get out of their comfort zone. And again, you know, stretch, stretch the jobs they think they can look for because they are in the driver's seat today. Their candidates hold much more power to negotiate and influence their careers than than in the past. And that is across the board. And my advice to any job seeker would be to make sure they've done their education on really where they want to land in a career. They understand how that career can help them build personal wealth or wealth for their family. They understand what a career path looks like. They've, they've networked and talked to folks to advise them along the way and truly make it an educational and a fun experience, you know, talk to many different companies. They have that option to do that now. Mm, Terrific. So let's do the same with employers. Uh, Those that are seeking talent, uh, what should they take away from this survey in terms of how they approach talent acquisition? I would say they need to look at talent as if it's very special because it is. And to a little bit, we talked about earlier to, to stretch their minds a little bit, and start finding talent in new ways and new and creative ways. So again, not if you if you're looking for a logistics manager, don't just go search for a logistics manager. You know, understand what skills make up a good logistics manager and kind of expand the horizons of what they're looking for. Talent pools are tight right now. They're very tight. They're very competitive. Mm-hmm. People switch jobs very often, much more so than they have in the past. So people have to get creative in terms of how they're securing, you know, talent into their organizations. And then my second tip for them really would be once you have the talent in creating environments and programming that will keep these folks around so that they, they're engaged with the company. You were able to retain folks for as long as possible because there is a cost to, to any hire and you want to maximize, you know, that cost. And, you know, what this survey really showed us is, Money still is a very important factor in that engagement with a candidate. Um, again, that potential for for growth and career development, and then certainly when and where it's possible, this hybrid, flexible um, sense to the organization. Wow. 
Great words here from Kristen Kelly. She is with Career Builders and uh, Career Builder. And uh, Kristen, this has been great. I, I can't imagine, though, that there aren't folks that their curiosity has been piqued. So we need to tell them where they can find out more information here on the survey and then on the services that Career Builder offers. Sure. Um, it's so simple. Just go to any browser and type in careerbuilder.com um, and you'll land on our, our our landing page. You can search jobs there if you're a job seeker. You can visit our Colab site, which we talked about. And you can, if you're a hiring manager, go to the hiring site and learn how you could post jobs with us or you know search through our candidate database. That's terrific. Kristen, thank you for your great work and all of your colleagues at Career Builder. We're delighted to be able to um, hold you up and celebrate your work. Thank you for coming on the show. Well, thank you for having me. I've enjoyed it. Absolutely. Hey, folks, just a quick thought for you. If you're looking for a different team building activity, one that involves uh, does not involve mosquito bites and broken ankles, I'm I'm leery of that kind of thing. <laughs> I suggest you go to asculinaryconcepts.com. They're a great culinary studio here in the Atlanta area. And they have, of course, they're corporate caterers and they do that kind of work, but they've got a great corporate team building uh, activity as well. Executive chef Andrew Traub uh, does great work in that area. Call him at 678-336-9196 or visit asculinaryconcepts.com for more information. And folks, we just celebrated 500 episodes of North Fulton Business Radio. We're pretty excited about that. And uh, we would love it if you would continue to support us as you have. That's the only reason we've gotten this far, uh, by sharing the show. If you could share the show with others that you think would be uh, interested in our guest and uh, support great business leaders like Kristen, uh, we would greatly appreciate it. So for my guest, Kristen Kelly with Career Builder. I'm John Ray. Join us next time here on North Fulton Business Radio.